0: There we go. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, is this one going to work? Hopefully it's going to work. I'm sending Brian a, a personal invitation. I have Ooh. Paul and Brian.
1: Get that type of freaking... What?
0: You, you did get a personal invitation because you're not in a group. Text. Hello? <laughs> hey, I can hear you. Okay, we're waiting on Brian. What's the verdict? Hey, right, Brian, say something. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, say something hey. again.
2: Okay, that's weird
0: it's a party it's <laughs> my Bollywood music yeah yeah man so paul already asked you how oh wait i didn't t- uh okay this is a new recording we never had any mess- ups so yeah. paul how was your uh <laughs> how was your week buddy uh it was pretty good i guess How about yours? Right. oh it was so good <laughs> missed you so much next uh paul i mean <laughs> Brian, what about you
2: Good man, good. Just getting back into the work groove.
0: Oh yeah, it was your, it was your birthday, right? Not, not too long ago. It was, yeah, yeah. Happy birthday! What'd
1: you do for your birthday? So insane. I
2: chilled and ate. And that's it. That's
0: mm. <laughs> what's up, dude? No, awesome. Really, I, I think that's freaking great, Adam. So, what about you, uh, Mister Liberal? What's going on? How's your week? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has been good. I passed my safety training. <laughs> Woo!
0: Yeah. Nice. So, uh, you are now a certified what? Nothing. Okay, cool. Awesome.
1: Well, I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> it is week one of, or like week two of like a six-month course. We have like a test like every other week. Or we'll This week.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why you're so freaking busy on next. Oh, yeah. So, how'd those raids go? How many raids did you do like in the past two weeks or maybe maybe three weeks ago? Well, how many raids did you do? Cause I, know I you- haven't done
1: that many. I think I've only done two. I don't know how. I wanted to do more just weren't good enough, huh? No, I just, I don't know if we had enough people, and I was busy with school.
0: I, I mean, I saw so much communication and the band that back and forth, but man, it was just lit. I was just too, honestly, when I say I was busy, I just didn't prioritize playing, like, video games, because every time I would come home, I would, I would have energy, but I would just sit there, and I would just be on YouTube, and I'd be sucked in for hours watching food videos and something weird. I don't know. I'll be stuck in that loop. 90 Day Fiancé.
2: Um, what? I haven't watched 90 Day no. Fiancé.
0: Never heard of that. Why don't you, uh, why don't you tell you us about want it? You don't want to. Well, tell us about it, Brian. Go ahead. don't, I don't tell know us about to. it. Let's I just play. heard about it. Yeah, okay. I was, I was playing. Right, anyway, let's do the stupid intro. Hey, Guardians. Welcome to episode 44 of the Orbs 4 Days podcast. I'm your host, Wayne01193, and we have our amazing co-host, Welcome back to the show, y'all. So thank you very much for returning. I really do appreciate y'all time, for real. Uh, for our new and recurring guest, you can find and continue to listen to our, our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor, and many more. If you like to play games other than Destiny, you're in luck because we also have an additional show called the EBD Podcast. And those are, that's a completely different co-host where we talk about everything but Destiny. So if you're interested, come on by. All right, Guardians. Let's dive on into today's tablets. Mm. So, look for real. I mean, like for the for the listeners and for y'all. I mean, I would suggest getting something to eat. I'm for real. This this is actually one of the lo- the, the the most notes I've ever put down on an iPad, and I want to thank a YouTuber. I forgot his freaking. Oh my gosh, I forgot his name. I just I just YouTuber helped me out, and it, it, he basically cut down the uh the the director cuts the director's cuts that are in uh this week at Bungie, one two and three within like a, within 13 minutes and it was a lot of notes on my end but uh he definitely concised a lot i'm just gonna put that out there i think his gamer i think his youtube handle or youtube name was puppy dog or something i forgot i feel terrible now uh but, yeah, I just figure I, you know, set that up because there may be some things in here that I'm still learning as I'm reading the notes. So just keep that in mind. But uh, and even then, I didn't get every single detail. It's just a lot, a lot of detail. So, like I said, for the listeners and for the co-host, if you got a snack, besides not, not excluding Adam, because he's loud, uh, won't you uh, I get got one anyways? Uh. So don't you worry. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Just get something to eat because it's going to be a minute. All right. So just to give us a quick upcap. I mean, yeah, uh, a quick um, uh, I'm sorry, recap. I don't know why I said cap, but just oh, give uh. <laughs> a, yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know what I why I said that. But give everyone a, a quick recap. You know, last week it was very all over the place. Um, I really didn't put any, I didn't put much effort into the notes. Uh, it was kind of just all over the place. Brian and Paul carried the podcast last week, so thank you for that. Um, but I'm just gonna give us a recap. So for the People that are just coming on today, welcome. Uh, the new release date for New Light and Shadow Keep is October 1st, just in case you didn't know. The new raid that's coming out it's called Garden of Salvation. It will be available October 5th. And uh, what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about uh, the director's cuts one, two, and three in detail. Definitely, we're going to probably stop in between and comment if someone has to do so. Feel free to stop me because uh, I enjoy, you know, cutoffs. Uh, and also, we're going to talk about a possible Pocket Infinity Quest that is a little bit of a rumor that I happen to hear. Um, CrossSafe is also available. We said that uh, last week. Um, so, CrossSafe is actually available now. And uh, September, it is also a September Community Challenge on Mars. There's a Community Challenge on Mars coming September. And we're going to read that together. We're going to go through that together at this week at Bungie. I think it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, Maybe you guys can help me understand it a little bit better. And also if it's even worth it, because I was kind of annoyed when I was reading it. Okay. So uh, in part one of the director's cut, um, it basically talks about development, Eververse, and the annual pass. Okay. In part two, it talks about power artifacts in armor 2.0 and in part three it talks about the sandbox buffs and debuffs and pvp changes okay so part one the annual pass format was hard was harder on the development team than expected due to having to develop multiple different reward systems and gameplay loops at the same time and balance all of them this was unsustainable Going forward, they want to scale down the mechanics to create a streamlined progression system to keep the team healthier. Okay? You going to say something? What? I thought someone said something. I, I thought I heard someone say something. My fault. My fault. Okay. Uh, they also want to create a more curated source of powerful drops. Things like creating new ways to earn powerful gear and retiring old ones instead of just having everything in the game award power. Between original Gambit and Gambit Prime, only one mode will be staying and evolving. I mean, personally, I would prefer Gambit Prime. Prime. Do you like normal (laughs) Gambit? Why?
1: Better than Gambit Prime.
0: Okay, why though?
1: This I don't know. Well, I guess depends on if you have a team or not. If you have a team, it's I like Gambit Prime better because of the way the mechanics is. But when you have Blueberries playing Gambit Prime and they freaking take down that third like Envoy instead of waiting like for an Invader or whatever, and they're, like you end up, it's so frustrating when you're like trying to save that one Envoy until right after the Invader. But they just take it down, and then it ruins your entire damage phase. I mean
0: well, – Okay, Brian, you have any uh, – All right, Adam.
3: No need to yell at me. I only did it like every time I played. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, I, know, I, I, like, I like either one. Um, I was a fan of the evolution of Gambit Prime. It can be kind of sucky and um, like Adam said, when you just pick up some blueberries and just kind of squirrel around and do whatever. But, I mean, it's a heavily team-based focused game anyways. Mm-hmm. So, I
1: kind of just expect that to happen. Win with blueberries in Gambit than it is in Gambit Prime.
0: What, what was that? You kind of cut off and you were talking.
1: I think it's easier to still be able to win in Gambit than in Gambit Prime. Like Gambit Prime seems like you're at I think you're right.
0: Yeah. I mean, sure. I think you're right. But, I mean, at the same time, um, you're still going to have to... I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's, uh, uh, it's more of a risk. And Gambit Prime, but at the same time, you're still going to have Blueberries just not paying attention, so when Vader comes in, they're like just trying to focus on DPS, maybe they're in the open, maybe they're not paying attention, then we get wiped out, and you know, we just happen to lose, right, I get what you're saying on that end, personally, I just like the fact that a Gambit Prime is just one match, now we talked about yesterday, you know, I guess objectively speaking, it's supposed to be, Gambit Prime is supposed to be a quicker game than normal Gambit, the original Gambit, okay, But sometimes, you know, in a practical sense, you know, while we're playing, sometimes the game can last longer than expected, because if people are invading back and forth, and they're actually very effective at killing targets, then the game can last a pretty long time. It's actually happened to me, I believe, I think the longest game at Prime game I've ever had was maybe a half an hour. And it was really intense. I would say half an hour tops. I mean, anything. I, I don't know if they'll let you go that long. I mean, I mean, any longer than that. That's
2: So long.
0: But it, but it, but it was long. So long. It was intense. I mean, I think we won, but it was very <laughs> intense.
3: I think. I hope we did. No, I actually played one like that today, where it just we ran out of time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we won, but we had maybe done a third, third of that damage to the primeval. So I mean. Yeah, does it
2: win based on like whoever has done the
3: most damage to their prime? I, I guess that's how it was. Yeah. Way. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I mean personally, I, like I said, I'm still down just for Gambit Prime. Yes, I do know there's going to be issues here and there dealing with people that won't communicate or can't communicate, depending upon who you play with. But uh, I just prefer—I don't know—objectively speaking and on paper. I mean, for them and, and even in practical sense, for most, for most time, for most for the most part, uh, my Gambit Prime games are just short um okay but yeah um okay all right so um they want to know uh this is obviously Bungie. they want to know which one we prefer right and i mean we kind of just discussed that right there because of the strength of exotics and supers like well of radiance in phoenix protocol the dev team had to break the rules they uh, have when it comes to designing the encounter this is talking about um uh uh the uh uh, what's it called reckoning uh yeah i didn't even yeah i didn't even bring that up yeah but this is this is referring to like the reckoning game mode uh the dev team had to break the rules uh they have when it comes to designing the an encounter just to make the reckoning difficult this activity uh this this left the activity unfun for any team that didn't have the op exotics like phoenix protocol they want to avoid this situation in the future. Overcoming challenging content is the best feeling in the game, and they want to return that challenge in Destiny 2. While the campaign should be on the easier side, Luke Smith, Luke Smith said the D2 campaign felt, I quote, uh, uh, "too easy at times." On top of that, he said, "quote uh, Across the history of Destiny, we haven't had enough deep end game challenge." Challenges, and we want to do more of that. Uh, Things like Whisper of the Worm were brought back in their original pre-nerf state because the community was so starved for power. Nothing gave you that feeling of power. Nothing gave you that feeling of uh, power fantasy back in year one, and they wanted to bring some of that back with Whisper. They said if they had to do a do-over, if they had a do-over, it would probably, it probably would have, would have been, it probably wouldn't have been so strong. When it returned, talking about the Whisper, because they ran into the same problem as the Black Hammer in Destiny 1. The Pursuits tab uh, had, uh, the, the pursuits tab shipped unfinished. It did not meet their expectations. This fall, Bounties and Quest will be separated with PC players getting a hotkey that takes them right to the Pursuit. So I'm excited about that. Um, I kind of wondered why they separated the... Um, the the bounties and I guess pursuit and they, they basically put the uh the quest steps and uh, bounties in the directory under a under a new tab called pursuits and it's uh, I guess to make more room or whatever that's fine <coughs> oh excuse me and um, it's I, I like the fact that they're going to separate it uh, and they said they just said it was unfinished anyway um, and uh, it looks better I've actually seen a screenshot I was I'll send it to you guys so you can see what it looks like. But uh, they're going to have the bounties separated from the actual, you know, other pursuits like quests and stuff like that. You know, it looks good. I I prefer that. Uh, Microtransactions are a hot topic, and they want to confirm that Bright Dust will still be earnable in Shadowkeep and will be still used to buy store items. The Eververse store will be moved out of the tower and into the Director. Changes to the Eververse store include things like this. Let's say you're a player who buys three out of five pieces of Eververse armor set with bright dust, right? You will then get a 60% discount in silver, a.k.a. real money, for the rest of the set, which I think is nice, by the way. Microtransactions are a big piece of Bungie's business. Because it helps create new content. Since there are so many, uh, since so many people purchase the Whisper of the Worm ornaments, thank you, Paul, uh, that funded the creation of the zero hour outbreak perfected secret mission. Right? Purchasing these micro microtransactions are not necessary, but now most of the profits go directly to Bungie instead of Activision. Thank God. Bungie wants to do more activities like the Menagerie and Escalation Protocol. But in a way, they can better support those activities long-term. The reason why certain systems are implemented in one season and not the other is because a lot of the content is being developed at the same time. For example, Black Armory and Joker's Wild were, were, were being made simultaneously to be able to meet annual pass deadlines. This means because Black Armory hadn't released yet, they didn't know how players were going to react to the black armory frames, and so it wasn't a system that could be implemented into Season of the Drifter. Content for Destiny 2 is developed in and uh, developed in parallel. Um, so, uh, what do you guys think about Director's Cut Part One? I mean, that, does that sound all good to you? I mean, I like. I mean, I mean it
2: confirms for everybody all the stuff about how when something came out, like a new mechanic or a new tweak. And they were all excited about it, and it crashed and burned. I mean, there was no way to turn that boat around for the next one or two DLCs.
0: Right, right.
2: So, we all figured, but it's nice to have it like confirmed. Yeah,
0: it's nice to have some clarity on that, seriously. Um, well, look, before we uh, continue on on the next Director's Cuts 2 and 3 and the rest of the content, you guys are going to hear a word from our sponsor, Anchor. Must be Adam in here. And we're back. Yeah, hey, we're back, baby. How you doing, man? Good. All right. All right, boom. Paul's back. Perfect. Okay. I'm waiting on Brian to get back in here. Come on, Brad guy. Come on. <laughs> but guy. yeah, so yeah, so Oh, okay, boom, perfect. Alright, well look, uh Paul and and Adam, I didn't ask you guys. What did you guys think of director's cut one? I mean, does I mean is that good
3: news to you guys? Um Yeah, I mean I wasn't to it I guess like a week or two ago when i out. But the only thing is so like going back to the whole Gambit thing, mm-hmm. I kinda wonder like I know we kinda talked about this last week a little bit, so I'm not gonna go too much into it. But I feel like with the way that Gambit is set up now, I think it is a better option than Gambit Prime. Mm-hmm. Um only because they, they corrected it with the whole sudden death thing where you're running with your supers, the prime evil's there and you go with it. Having extra ra- having two rounds gives you more chances to, you know, work on bounties and complete quests without having to go back into orbit or wait for the next match to start. Things like that. That's the only reason why I kinda like it better.
0: Hmm. I mean plus too, I mean from a from a practical and gameplay standpoint, you can uh make adjustments and kind of uh play better next obviously you could play better next time by learning from your mistakes from the first round. So that's interesting. Instead of kind of like learning as you go, if that makes sense, right? Like this is like yeah. the one chance you can. Okay, not as, I never thought of it like that. You make a good point. Um, I mean, I guess you could say I'm indifferent either way, but I, on my mind, the reason why, I put, like I said, I pick Gambit Prime is just because of the, I guess, uh, on paper, objectively speaking, like short gameplay. It's just like, all right, let's get one and done game, and boom. But you know, from a practical standpoint, we both know that some games can last longer than intended. All right, Adam. What did you think about Director's Cut Part One? I don't know if you read it or not prior.
1: Uh, I did. I didn't read it right away. I, mean, I read it when it came out, like a week or two ago. I remember I liked it. Uh, I think I liked the other ones better. So I'll talk probably more on uh, the other ones. But yeah, in general, I mean, it's. I like that they're acknowledging that they screwed up a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just like, well, no, we made a great game. Like well, it's not our fault. You guys hate it or you suck. <laughs> like, yeah, in your mind. So. Yeah, it was refreshing.
0: Okay, boom. All right, so uh, we're now moving to Director's Cut Part (coughs) 2, talking about power, artifacts, and armor 2.0. Okay, so Luke Smith wanted to stress that while their goal is to keep cosmetics separate from gameplay to avoid things like pay-to-win, cosmetics like ships, sparrows, and ghosts will still come from gameplay in the future, and bright dust will still be earned in gameplay as well. They aren't going away. A number of the current year two mods will, uh, will not be working. I'm sorry. Uh, a number of the current year two mods will not work in armor 2.0 dropping this fall. But, these, but, the, but those old mods aren't being deprecated at this time. For example, your super mods on your current armor will still work, but your super mods cannot be socketed into the new, uh, new armor 2.0. Likewise, the new mods won't work in the old armor Uh, they covered all current destiny 2 armor to use uh, to use the new stat interface which means cooldown durations will change as we migrate to the new system you'll be able to see the cooldown timers and i like this like intellect discipline and strength etc of your legacy armor when shadow keep patch goes live as because honestly we uh and real quick uh just as a side note, I mean, I like the fact that we can kind of know I think adam or paul someone said Brian, someone said something where we, we like the fact actually I think it was Adam, I like the fact that we can see you know how how effective you know uh uh our intellect and strength or whatever is like we 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 actually have a timer how long it you know we we know when it's going to come back and refresh I, I like that I like more clarity that is perfect um as far as as far as um, as for old armor actually getting updated to the new system, all armor that can currently drop from <coughs> activities like raids, planetary vendors, escalation protocol, etc., will start dropping as their new armor 2.0 versions. on October 1st, the armor you are wearing or the armor in your collections, with the exception of exotics, will not be updated. Starting in Shadowkeep. Prime Engrams will be <coughs> dropping once you hit 900 power level. I'm sorry 900 power and you will start accumulating charges for them as you make your way up from 750 to 900. They also increase the number of prime Engrams you can earn in a given week and rebalance the value of each <coughs> of them to account for the increased for, to, uh, to, to account for the increase in value. Random le- random legendary rolled items in Shadow Keep will now have a chance to drop at players' current power level. Uh, They are setting the power this fall to be 750 for both returning and new players. Every single item in the game is raised up to a a power floor of 750 when Shadowkeep launches. So it's everything in your vault, everything you're wearing, everything. So if everything's being buffed up to a power floor of 750... Save all your materials, especially your masterwork cores or uh, whatever whatever they, whatever they call them. Uh, artifacts, I mean, yeah, artifacts are themed seasonal items that are a new source of seasonal mods, which can be only used during that season. Artifacts can now reward a power bonus as they are leveled up, which is a bonus that applies to all of your characters, to your gear individually. Uh I'm oh, sorry, not to your gear, not to your gear individually. Excuse me. This power bonus allows players who do not play all the end game activities to still keep up with others. So that being said, the only way to reach max power is playing end game pinnacle activities. So what do you guys think about that right there? Like at least at the end. What is that? How do, what, Brian, well, Adam, what do you think?
1: Um, I mean, so I guess it's good and bad. I guess the one thing I... Dislike is that it basically forces you to play certain activities, which is what I thought initially. The reason why they had milestones was so for people who really, really didn't like raiding or maybe didn't have teams to raid regularly, <coughs> still get really high gear just playing like Strikes and Crucible.
3: I got a question. Well, it's not. It's not just gear, gear score. Like, so they're talking about like. Um, you know how the mods are going to be where once you have it, you have it. You can socket it as many times yeah. as you want. It costs whatever. But you're not going to be able to get the, the best mods oh, yeah, I unless, you're, unless you're raiding. So it's going to go back to the same thing where you can't have enhanced whatever perk unless you're doing raids and, you know, whatever they want you to do. Which I think kind of sucks for the people who don't have fire teams or people to play with. Because either you're forced to LFG still or you're just forced to not never have the... The best stuff
0: because you can't do those activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brian, what are your thoughts on the part two director's cut? Anything stand yeah, out I was to you?
2: Thinking like that, eh, it was it was more I'm less PVE focused, mod focused. I kind of just figure that stuff out as I go. Mm-hmm. But I'm just wondering, like like they were saying, you know how you get like the adept versions of weapons used to back in the day, right? By doing certain things and like they were saying, getting to certain mods or enhancements by Certain activities, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I think that's fair. It, they, you need something to drive the grind, right? That that's what Destiny is—the grind. Like, I just got Lord of Wolves today from an Engram, so my grind was wasted. But I mean, you can always have something else powerful to chase. And coming up on this new season, which seems to be focused on even more on like a wide variety of customization. And almost seemingly unlimited power, like we're just going to start taking off from here. You need something to chase other than just power. So I think, I think that's fine.
0: Okay. I mean, I like
2: it. I'm going to be grinding stuff, and I'm going to need y'all to help me take me in through
0: the raids because I never know what I'm doing. But right, right, okay, yeah. All right, cool. Um, all right, so part three, which is personally my favorite, uh, it talks about the sandbox. Buffs, debuffs, and PvP changes. Now, I'll probably. Oh, let's go. I know.
3: Ah.
0: <laughs> now, I probably didn't get every little thing in here. I, I just kind of ran out of time. It was a ton of notes. But uh, if one of you guys want to just add something at the end, say, hey, maybe you missed this. You could talk about this. We'll do just that. And we probably will touch on things that we talked about last week. But for the new people or whatever, or it doesn't really matter, you're going you're to hear it again. All right. So, part three. They are retooling the way damage is displayed in Shadowkeep. Currently, damage caps out at
1: 999,999, or a
2: 999,999, nine, nine,
1: nine, 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 nine. nine. you
0: know, that's my, that's my Hitler impression,
2: by the way. <laughs> it sounds just like him, congratulations. Nine, nine. All right,
0: anyway. Um, <laughs> <You> kicked <laughs> it, off Apple podcast. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> hey, now, look, hey, I'm black, so I got that immunity buff. Oh, uh, there you go. Yeah, man. So <laughs> you know, I, there's there's not. I, I cannot be the. No, okay. Anyway, <laughs> 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 uh, that was good. All right, so I want to play some zombies. All right, <laughs> it's it's not, it's not an accurate representation of your uh, damage above that. So let me go back because we were like making a little Hitler joke. Uh, currently, damage caps out at nine hundred nine hundred and ninety thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Uh, It's not an accurate representation of your damage above that, though. Uh, It will look like, and I quote, look like a UI number squished, but more crucially behind the scenes, we're setting up the damage display system to last, end quote. They are also lowering the immunity wall to 100. Let me explain. Currently, if you're under uh, 50 power of an enemy you can't deal any damage but in shadow keep if you're up to 100 power level below an enemy you can still deal damage so i guess that's good you can actually you know participate uh without being a total scrub uh the damage stacking for buffs have been overhauled now this this but a little quick side note all this really like hit me hard because i'm like this is i'm like thinking like how are we going to move forward from this or what are we going to do Um, So the damage stacking for buffs have been overhauled. The damage calculations will only use the most powerful buff on a player at a given time, okay? But I quote, it's got nuance to it, end quote. For example, if you're under the damage effect of something stronger than Well of Radiance, you will still get the healing effect from the Well, but the damage bonus will come from the other buff. For example, Lumina, which is a weapon, or Weapons of Light, uh, so whatever buff is the strongest will only be the only one active. Debuffs, which are, uh, which are effects that weaken enemies, have been changed as well. Now, enemies <clears> can <throat> only be affected by one debuff at a time. The following effects have seen their duration and effects tuned, such as Hammer Strike, Shattering Strike, Tractor Cannon, and Shadow Strike. I have no idea. And does anyone know what Shattering Strike is? Uh, I think it's the uh, Titan, smat, like the shoulder
3: charge for the Sentinel.
1: Okay. was a, a debuff involved with that?
3: I didn't even know that. I it
1: was called just called you Shield had, Bash.
3: Yeah, it disorients them. I think. Oh, disorients, but it, like, you know what I mean. It kind of does something.
0: Okay, but it does a debuff. It does something to them. It, it's an effect. Okay, got you. Uh, tractor Cannon and Shadow Shot. So Hammer, Hammer Strike, Shattering Strike, Tractor Cannon, and Shadow Shot are being tuned. Shadow Shot. Will now, will now work on power weapons as well. Here's a simple version. Buffs that apply to a single weapon, like Rampage, Kill Clip, and Exotic Perks can still stack, but buffs that affect all your weapons no longer stack, like the buffs I mentioned before, Hammer Strike, Shattershot, etc. The most powerful of those buffs will be applied to your damage. These changes are being made because currently, stacking buffs is completely broken, and we know that. Thanks to the way buffs and debuffs currently work, you can pretty much make any content in the game trivial by melting a strike boss in two seconds. Okay, Uh, They're also lowering uh, roaming super damage resistance, as supers are currently too hard to challenge. Also, supers will still be just as powerful, but they're going to be more of a strategic choice. As such, they are reducing the effectiveness of orbs on refilling the super meter and reducing the super energy from kills and assists. Heavy ammo is also being changed. It will now be a communal, it will now be communal in 6v6 playlists, and they are reducing the amount of heavy ammo. Uh, Per brick. And when I say communal, that means everyone's obviously going to get a piece when you pop it open. Okay. Uh, And they're reducing the amount of heavy ammo per brick in PvP for certain 6v6 archetypes. So basically, I mean, it's similar to D1, you know, but you'll have a small time frame to get some heavies if you're not directly there. Okay, so just be around. Bungie says they want players to have more agency with respect to picking a playlist and picking a mode. They want to bring three V three back. They removed quick play and competitive notes from the director. The new quick play is going to be a classic mix, a connection based playlist such as control. It's going to have control in it, clash and supremacy. The new competitive Uh, Game mode is going to be 3v3 survival, which now awards glory points. They've also added a solo queue survival playlist that awards glory as well. 6v6 control has its own playlist as well. 4v4 and 6v6 are on a weekly rotator. And you're going to have clash, supremacy, mayhem, lockdown and countdown in those in the weekly rotator playlist. Uh, removed um, they also removed some underperforming maps for matchmaking they made some quality of life changes to glory valor and infamy to make losses less punishing for your streaks i thought about joe immediately and working and they're also working on getting 3v3 elimination back um, it's currently unfinished so it's going to be in the crucible labs in the future so look out for that and i guess for everyone else crucible labs I, I don't know if they're going to move it or anything like that, but just when you are in the directory and you're going to crucible, just look for something else. That's just look for crucible labs in there because last time it was like in the left, the right hand corner. And I didn't even know what that was until I actually put my cursor over it. So um, hopefully they make, make crucial labs uh, more advertiser friendly or just make it pop and make it uh, more uh, so people can actually see it. Yeah, right. Make it more noticeable so people can see the dang, you know, uh, crucible app symbol. Um, so that's all I have in terms of notes. Um, definitely, um, I'm sure I missed some things, but man, I, I really am. Uh, uh, the, the, for example, when it comes to using all the buffs and debuffs and stuff like that, you really have to. You you, you really have to uh, pay attention to what you're doing. Like you you really have to communicate, and it's more of a strategic choice. You can't just like you know, pop out, use all your debuffs or whatever and expect it to work, you know, because you're not really doing anything. Because, I, I, well, I mean, now we're, now we're doing something because it, the, the, uh, the system is overhauled, it's broken. But when, when Shadowkeep comes out, we're really going to have to communicate what, we're, what damage or what kind of debuff we're dishing out. So we're not wasting a debuff because we know whatever which one is, uh, is stronger or, uh, uh, than the other, that's the one that's actually going to be taking effect. So uh, that's very interesting. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely excited about 3v3. So Adam, since you weren't here last week, what are your, what are your takes on this one? Because I figure PvP is all of our favorite ones so far. Like this director cut part three is the one we all you know, are enjoying the most or excited for the most. So Adam, what are your thoughts on director's cut part three?
1: It is overdue for that goddamn Titan smash to be nerfed
0: <laughs> I was thinking the same thing actually you know believe it or not
1: seriously but, you know, oh my but, God.
0: It, it, it's so strange to me I mean believe it or not I'm definitely excited about that because this happened on maybe three to four occasions where I'm attacking an oncoming uh, roaming uh, slam slamming Titan and I hit him with a bow and then I end up I surprisingly hit him with a sidearm and this Titan is already like we're basically locking lifts at this point it's so close when I kill him. So just imagine, like, the damage resistance. I don't know if I brought this up or not, but the damage resistance to the roaming supers are going to be lowered. But they're still going to be powerful. It's just that, you know, you'll be, they won't be able to tank it as much. And I know Paul, you know, talked about, uh, I guess he has more sympathy uh, for the hunter super not having any kind of shield whatsoever. I'm still going to stand my ground on it that I prefer. The uh, golden gun? Correct. The golden gun. I prefer the golden gun not to have any kind of shield. Uh, personally, because you can, yeah, you, you can kill a target from far away. Yes, a Nova Bomb and a Hammer can do the same thing, but it's, it's not the exact same in terms of what it does because a Golden Gun is hit-scan, so wherever you click, that's where it's going to hit instantly as soon as you click. A Hammer or a Nova Bomb, those are things that actually have travel time, and that's a little bit different. And um, I think, uh, I don't know, I still find it just as satisfying to kill a Golden Gun or any other super so that's my take on it but back to you Adam I mean anything else that points out to you anything else that you like I mean just go go off uh,
1: I mean i'm it's I'm really hoping they don't screw up this new uh like elimination type stuff like yeah. I'm really looking forward to the crucible lab stuff and like you said, I wish they would advertise in more cause I don't think I ever even knew like, where to find that stuff before so hopefully I can be a part of it yeah um, seriously.
0: Yeah, because Brian brought up a good point yesterday. And I, I mean, I think this goes without saying, but it's, it's definitely a combination. The reason why 4v4 just seems so meh, uh, it can't really fit anywhere. I think we're just kind of putting up with 4v4 because we're used to it by now. But I think the reason why 4v4 is such a eh, you know, kind of uh, mechanic uh, or how it's set up is because the maps are just too small when you have eight people on a field. Versus six people on a field, okay, and even then, when it comes to being practical when it comes to just gameplay um four v four it's just it 's hard to pull off you know any kind of solo play it 's hard to flank and try to do your own thing because most of the time there's always a pair of guardians shooting you at the same time with three v three like Brian said, you have you know people that maybe that may stick together, two people that may stick together, and one person that may roam around or flank, or have that one person cover a lane with a long range weapon. And I think um, I think that's very important. It provides a lot more uh, dynamic uh, gameplay where four v four. I believe it's a lot more predictable um, because let's be honest, if you have more people in in, in a, on a map and you're going to get someone else, you want to try to cover as much ground as possible. Where three v three you know, I'm like, okay, you have a little bit more wiggle room to kind of, you know, express yourself on the field. I think that's why a lot of people really enjoyed uh, cr- uh, Crimson Doubles or just the double playlist in general. Uh, that- I
2: love doubles. I love man. it. I love the double playlist. If it's so good. It just feels so good. So yeah, crispy. Your movement, you're always in sync if you have, like, a good partner or even a half decent partner. Seriously. You can, I can always play off, though. Yeah, it, it's, it's – And you know generally where your enemy is going to be and how to approach it. You know, it takes – skill and you always get these these ones and if you can't get a 1v1 then you can rock a 2v2 and still do something as opposed to oh here come all four of them you know right. like
0: right and i and, I, and, I, just and I agree it's 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 definitely uh more possible to take down two guardians at the same time versus four people it just it,
2: just, it's, well, it lends itself to the power fantasy too like i thought they, they keep slamming home oh the power fantasy oh you're gonna feel like a you need the space magic, all that. You know, and You can't make plays against four Guardians. Not not really. Not really. even Not Destiny 1 style, you know. Even in your
0: super, man. I mean, it's crazy. I, I remember uh some really good players in Destiny 1. They're, they weren't even afraid if you popped a roaming super. Like a Stormcrawler was – remember when Stormcrawler was OP in Destiny 1? Right? The, yeah. These players. Well, it, mo- it was mainly that neutral game. The it neutral was- – exactly. Exactly. Powered. exactly well but, but that's what i'm saying that's what neutral game was good and i think you know th- we need to find some good balance there too because uh the re- that's why people really enjoyed the uh, sh- uh what do you call it? the shadow shot hunter in in destiny one the neutral game was so good you c- if you can oh
2: yeah i was shadow shot all the way I was shade stepping boy, that's what i'm
0: saying even if you didn't use your super smoke grenades and avoiding people would avoid constantly just to avoid something it doesn't even matter if you want to avoid, you just want to avoid just to shat, just to, uh, sh- you know, uh, a shade step. You just we want to shade step just because it looked cool. Like I'm getting heavy ammo. Yeah. All right, I got heavy ammo. There was no, <laughs> there was a cooldown. I mean, there really wasn't really a cooldown timer on it, like like D two. And I guess I mean to be fair, it it should have a cooldown. I mean, because I'll be, it's very annoying because the ammo says completely goes away when you shade step someone on console. It's completely gone. Um, you just have to get lucky sometimes. But um Yeah, anything else you wanna add there, uh, uh uh Adam? You know, what else you like? Anything that you didn't like? Anything stick out? You wanna read something again regarding the power level or the damage, you know, whatever?
1: Um, well, so the one thing I wasn't entirely sure what they're gonna do with. You know, because they said they're gonna like well it's it's they're saying that it's not going to nerf anything. They're just rebalancing uh, things, which I guess is a good thing, but I don't know exactly how that, like, really goes into effect, then, if they're not nerfing things, like...
0: What are you referring to? I
1: don't know. Um, Maybe it wasn't in the thing you just read now, but I was reading one of the director's cuts, or TWAB's, or whatever, and again, because of, like, or maybe it was the two, maybe I just missed my chance to talk about it. The, the whole, like, 999 and everything, and they're gonna rebalance everything, <laughs>
0: and... No, that's in part three. That's in part three.
1: Yeah. So, so they're like rebalancing. So it's like we're going to be doing less damage, but we're not going to be. I don't know. It just seems odd. So I, I guess they're scaling everything different is the main.
0: Right. That's what I think it is. Because, you know, do you remember how it's, I think it's kind of like our light level. Remember when people started flipping out when they adjusted the light level from like year one, destiny one to like year three or year two, destiny, destiny one where it was like the light level was like in the hundreds and then they just switched it to like something else. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No. the Light level was, I think, was in a tens place. I think it was like 40s and 50s or something. I, I kind of forgot. But then they switched it to like the hundreds and stuff like that. And people were like, whoa, 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 whoa. What, are we more powerful? I'm like, no, they just, they just crunched the numbers. They just replaced it. All they're really doing is just replacing and scaling numbers back. It's not really doing anything to the damage. It's just, I guess, providing you you know, with different numbers, I guess rescaling it,
1: which is fine. But <laughs> so that was one of the things I find. Just, I just want to see how it plays out. And the other one, again, I forget exactly where he said it. Um, but he did talk about weapons. So he talked about hating being killed by the uh, the roaming titan twice in the same super. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but he also talked about the. Well, he's, he mentioned that the pinnacle weapons were in PvP. Ended up becoming primarily pve like boss weapon right not boss but like well actually in case of mountaintop boss weapons but like really powerful in pve yeah but i don't know he didn't really say if they were going to change anything with pinnacle weapons. um i mean i'm personally not a huge fan of pinnacle weapons to begin with but i'll see how it goes out in the new one the main reason i didn't like pinnacle weapons was because everyone wanted them obviously they were pinnacle weapons so you had all sorts of people playing like competitive crucible who normally wouldn't ever want to or ever even try to, and so it really threw the matchmaking into some weird just like weird matches like it ended up being like weird that's what you said like with the whole like competitive where yeah, we wanted to be competitive, but it was it it was like a roller coaster where yeah there were days where you it was just all you played were sweats, or there'd be days where no matter how well you play, you were just getting annihilated. Yeah. Or you'd have teams even just leave, which yeah. also I think the penalty much bigger for people leaving because I hate where it's like, oh, you lose two you know rounds in a row and like two of your guys leave. It's like, oh, come on. Like, it,
0: and I, we also got to consider too though. Some there's times where people don't actually leave, and I think that's hard for a bunch to differentiate as well. I'm just trying to. Play I mean, here.
1: It, but when you lose like two matches in a row and then all of a sudden one guy leaves and then you see another guy leave like 15 seconds later it's kind of suspicious well
3: I, I don't think he's saying it like that i think like for me especially my internet's not the best there's times where i'm playing no problem and other days where you know i'm in the middle of a comp match or in the middle of gambit and i just get booted and then you get that stupid error thing like oh don't get on the wrong side of the drifter for leaving a match early. Like, if, if you need help, go to Bungie.net. It's like, bitch, I don't need to go to Bungie. I know what's wrong. Like,
2: I just got booted. Like, Bungie I needs to leave. replace the potatoes in their servers. And... <laughs> like,
1: their but, uh, servers and I don't know if it's possible more connection error or not. Well, no, wait, wait.
0: wait, what did you say? Well, what, what, Paul? What did you say
3: again? I'm sorry. I said Bungie's servers are more finicky than, like, any other game that I play their servers. Like, Bungie has the most issues.
0: Okay, Adam, what did you say? I'm sorry.
1: Again, I don't know if there's a way to tell if, like, when Bungie, when they see people getting, or leaving, whether or not they can tell if it was intentional or just internet connection or their servers, but Uh, somehow there needs to be a way to fix that because, I, I get it, you're right. I've had at times too, where, for whatever reason, my internet is all of a sudden not not working today, and you know it just drops uh, or like the other day uh I was in the middle of it was only quick play but my power went out, and so obviously I you know got dropped from the match, but mm. there's other times where it's like too convenient to like we you know again when you're like playing uh a match and you lose the first two rounds. And then all of a sudden you see, you know, guardian you know, departs. And then all of a sudden, you know, you lose that round. And all of a sudden it's like, Oh, another guardian departs. and next thing you know, it's either two on four. Or, and that guy that leaves is a one on four. And you're like, great. <laughs> mm-hmm. We yeah, thought we had I mean, a bad chance before. Now I really got a bad chance. Yeah, but that's, yeah. There's nothing that we can
0: really do about that. Right. Right. I mean, it is what it is. Well, but-
1: and I don't know if it's the right thing. And so it looks like there might be a solution to it. I don't know exactly how it plays out. Maybe I was reading it wrong. But the, when they say that they're going to have a 3v3 survival, and then there's also going to be a 3v3 solo queue survival, I don't know if that means that the other one, you have to go in with a team of three.
3: I mm. think you can. I think one of them is going to be a like rumble where if you're with people, it won't let you start it. And the other one's gonna be
0: where you can't. No, interesting. Nice.
1: No, i I'll, never, I'll, I'll, the other one is you have to go in with a team of three. You can't just solo queue in that one.
0: Right. Actually, that's a good. That's and that makes a lot of sense. I, I think that's good. Yeah, because, because that's they,
1: what Trials was. You couldn't just solo queue Trials. Um, now Trials of the Nine or Trials of Osiris, but you know, if it's a competitive game mode, they should remove matchmaking because it automatically, you know, throws.
2: I have, I do have to say that that was a big. He's right. It was a big change going from having only you know, oh, you gotta have a full fire team to go in, um, and being able to just solo queue into Kong. You know, I think I think that's part of what killed the the pro competitive aspect of it. That any you know, Tom Dick and Harry could jump in there and then just do whatever. Yeah. You know, someone could throw the match or someone could be not a good player to begin with whereas queuing up with your friends you at least have an idea of what you're
0: doing on a way Adam oh, no, yeah I just want to give you a heads up Adam like when you talk it, it muffles you so you we can't, we can't even hear you so what were no, you saying
1: sorry. No but yeah like what you're saying You just you know people hopping in solo queue being like oh, all i need is uh, sniper rifle kills or all i need is uh you know glory points it doesn't matter if i win or lose you know i'll get some glory points you know eventually and you know or I need hand cannon kills for, like, the Lunas, and I don't know. It just it was just really frustrating playing sometimes where, you know, and then they'd say, well, get a full flyer team. Well, you know what? Sometimes, again, it was hard to get four people that wanted to play comp because it was so toxic at times where people didn't want to play. And plus
0: now with the 3v3 survival, it's a lot easier to get three people than four. So I think that's, you know, that's fine. Um yeah we're we're going to find out either way but I'm definitely excited. I mean I think I brought this up or maybe I told you Adam but I'm I'm 100% I I'm I'm, I'm I'm faithful and I'm a 100% believe that you know a, a destiny 2 in the fall is going to be the best destiny has ever been because now well, I guess you could say they're they're re- they're reapplying old and good foundations, old new and good, you know, foundations back into the game or introducing new foundations into a game, you know, setting that foundation, setting things straight. And then from here on out, it it, it should only be getting better because this is all good news. And to to be perfectly honest with you, I mean, yes, I can say that I'm kind of used to the game by now, but ever since the new DLC Forsaken came out, I've I've been, you know, attached to the game. And I I really do enjoy the content. It's uh, the sandbox, you know, feels the sandbox is amazing. Um I mean the weapons you know I mean they're they're not really getting that old. I mean I, like I said despite obvious choices for weapons in PVP or PvE there's certain crutches that we all have but um the diversity is there for me. Um See I, mean,
1: I would I, disagree with that.
0: I mean what what I'm saying is I'm not I'm not saying that I'm, I'm saying diversity is is more is I guess you, I guess you could say it's more there's more diversity available. Not necessarily saying that there's less choices. I mean, because people are always, no matter what you provide, if you put, we, because we talked about this before and that's fine, you know, because I would like to hear your counterpoint, Adam, that uh, if, if you do add uh, a, a, a pool of weapons and you know, if you, had, if you had a couple of weapons in a pool that are obviously really good or outright or certain uh, other guns, why would you use guns that are not as good or not as practical, right? I mean, now Lumina, for example, is not very practical in PVP but i'm getting used to it um I, i'm getting used to the fire rate um i like the buff that i get um it's not very practical in pvp because you have to literally chase down a remnant orb from wh- whoever you killed and if you did kill him right you you know if you do kill him you then you'll get the orb and then you have to go to it which puts yourself in a risk and then you got to find someone to shoot that remnant orb Gr- granted you're not you can ha- you can hold on to that remnant orb forever It stacks up to you can hold up to five remnant remnant orbs at a time, um, but it'll only go away if you die. Which okay, fine. You know you got to find someone. But like I said before, um, in terms of just diversity, there's there's more of there's there's more there's an abundance of weapons. Granted, there are there there there's still there's still choices being made. Like there's still there's still people using like the 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 pinnacle weapons or weapons that are quote unquote overpowered or just you know no brainer weapons. So let's hear your counterpoint why you disagree
1: there's never been a lack of weapons there have been a huge lack of effective weapons though okay like just again there is a ridiculous it, there are certain weapons at the game where it does not matter what role i get as soon as i see that weapon hit my postmaster or my person it's a delete because <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: There are so many that because of the archetype and again it has to do they need to retune the different archetypes of hand cannon scout and, and i don't mean even like scouts versus pulses like yeah. that's already they're supposedly working on it but within it each like archetype weapon has a certain one that's best so like for um hand cannons, like the 180s for the most part with the exception of maybe lunas howl because that's now a 150 rule the day you know yeah every now and then you know someone uses a 150 you know a thorn or a or a um ace of space but those are exotics that have special perks to them but very rarely do you see other people use them because the time to kill is too different. Okay. Like, that's, to me, the time to kill of different weapons should all be very, very similar. Okay. And all that it be, takes the difference is skill. Of, okay. Hey, can you use this weapon effectively because obviously you've got to hit the shots. But it, if it's one of those where it doesn't matter how good you are with a weapon that you are like – nine times out of ten if you go toe to toe with another one you're going to lose well then that weapon is trash right like it, it right. needs to be retuned right so yeah not that they don't have a lot of weapons same with armor they have a lot of armor but there's so much that looks so just hideous where it's just no like it doesn't matter i don't care how good of a perk it is i am not going to wear this right or you know doesn't matter how good the role is you know outlaw rampage we're like oh amazing role you know yeah, maybe for any other weapon. Hey, you know, I'm just gonna play devil's
0: advocate here, but I mean, you're anti-meta. Why don't you put yourself at a disadvantage and not be like everyone else? Since it's, it's an obvious choice I to do use something use good, non-meta
1: weapons. No, you don't use Arentil. Hope, Meta <laughs> other people like me.
0: Okay, hold on, let's stop. Let's pause that for a moment. Okay, let's let's let, let's not say that because I mean, uh, I mean, okay, that's let, okay. Screw it. Let's let's say you did, you know, bring. Ever that up. So-
1: Back in, what was it, not Forsaken, was it sometime last, about a year ago, when special ammo or fusion rifles became, spe- when they did the whole special ammo and special weapons this switch, when did that happen? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. But you know what I'm talking about? Came, you know, the shotguns and fusion yes, rifles, yes. special ammo, and yes, you could...
0: I, I remember yeah, the heavy. Whenever that
1: change happened, I have been using. I was. I started out with Shock and awe and then I switched to Aaron Till. But I've been using those two fusion rifles since that time. Okay, so I not use Made Ingredient or the wise and Rebuke to save my life. I've tried. It just doesn't work for me. Okay. Okay. But I have. I, I love fusion rifles. So they can, you can nerf it, fine. Nerf it. Make it a little bit better. You know, because you know it is a little ridiculous. But I don't use it because it was the meta. I use it because I've used fusion rifles. They've been my favorite special weapon since Destiny One. Okay.
0: So I'm j i am mean that's fair enough, but I'm I'm also gonna, you know, keep playing devil's advocate here. And since you know, you're not really for going for the meta and since I guess you're kind of the pace setter since you've been using
1: Sunshot a lot recently. Okay well, which, uh, uh, okay, well,
0: okay, well hear me out. Well, since you're so non meta and you're apparently the, the pace setter um, and where you, you can become the pace setter, what happens when everyone starts using Sunshot? Are you going to take away the Sunshot? Are you going gonna to put that away, put away the tail? No. The,
1: so here's the thing I have with it. I understand, you know, you think that there's always going to be a meta. I'm saying there doesn't need to be if weapons all have a very, very similar time to kill.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah.
1: When there's one weapon that, you know, they do the kill time, it's like 0. 0.8 seconds, and another weapon is 2.5 seconds, are you really going to use a 2.5-second weapon over a 0.8-second kill time? No, no I, like,
0: yeah. absolutely. no. And I agree with you. You're saying the crazy thing is your point actually, is, um, actually uh, goes against Bungie's kind of philosophy because they actually encourage a meta, which also I think is very counterintuitive. In terms I of, think it's
1: ridiculous. Right. Because- I, I, they said it, then they say, you know what? People are using fusion rifles too much. Let's make a sidearm meta this time. Or, you know what? We really, people aren't using the bows like we thought they would. We need to buff bows. Or, you know, it's, it's, I think it's ridiculous because then they force what weapons we use rather than letting us explore and figuring out what works for us. And, you know what? I really want to use, you know, whatever. You know, it's,
0: you know what? I, I and I agree with you. I think uh, if they never, even if they never do what you, even if they never do what you desire to do, because I, I mean I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Just adjusting the time to kill, uh, and it's all about skill. Uh, I believe the pinnacle weapons do bring a little bit of a sweet spot to the uh, to, to the meta or just to the pool because uh, the perks that are in the, uh, the the perks that are active in these pinnacle weapons have uh, are very uh, are almost too situational. Which, I guess you could say, I mean, they're good, but you have to be in this specific situation or do such thing to make it work. And- what do you
1: mean? The pinnacle perk for Luna's Howl was hitting people in the head. <laughs> That's what you do in PvP. No, you I'm not, shoot people
0: in the head. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about that. I'm, not, I'm, I'm excluding those ones. I'm talking, about, I'm, I'm talking about like the new ones after Luna's Howl.
1: Okay, I was saying, I was like, "What do you mean there?" The or the the recluse, same thing. You kill a person and it reloads <laughs>
0: faster, and it makes it more powerful. Actually, no, so you, that's what you do. Actually, no, you're right. I uh, I take yeah, no, I forgot about the recluse. That's actually ridiculous. Uh, I forgot about I even mean, uh,
1: like the what's it called? Um, what the hell is it called? Mountaintop. You know that thing is a freaking like a little mini rocket launcher for I, flying around. I got a question for
2: you guys, and uh, mountaintop can be utter trash, all right? It's not this god no, roll it's, thing. Some, it, it, that it, thing's no, got no, like a hitbox a the size roll. of my pinky. It'll just whiz past people's Hey, face when you and have suddenly a I don't get the Freaking kill.
1: hovering around with lion rampets in the air and shooting it at your feet. You it's guys, pretty effective. You, I've seen people doing that like they're like little AC-130s flying around.
2: Yeah, I can, be, I can be effective with a lot of guns, but there are some times where – I know because I use the mountaintop – a lot, and it's just there are times where it does like it's like throwing peanuts at people. I'm like, What happened? I thought this thing had you know, I could shoot at this person's feet. I've even come up to people and I've shot and they survived and it killed me from the explosion. I I'm was like, what? I,
0: that's what I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> bring yeah, something that up about to this. me all
2: the time,
0: yeah. Paul, yeah. So I was gonna get you into this conversation because you've been like a mime in here. Uh, why oh, do you think grenade launchers that are not obviously not power up should? Yeah. Kill you one shot.
3: Well, before I answer that, I want to say one thing, and then and then I'm going to answer that question without Adam rebuttaling But I remember when Adam <laughs> meta hoarded up with the graviton lance. Moving on. Exactly. <laughs> I, no, no, I... You, listen, you
1: bastard. The joke as soon was... as it became the meta, I put that thing in my vault. <laughs> okay, wait a minute.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because okay, are you going to put the Aaron Till in the vault now?
1: No, I will never put my iron to the wall. Okay, well,
0: you're a hypocrite, so next. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, um, so, 1v1,
1: we you'll Joe lose. Tune, oh. 1v1 no, here. No. There's
2: probably a handful <laughs> of weapons that I feel
3: like I die from so easily. So easily. All the time. Special weapons, like, no matter how far away you are, no matter where it hits. I mean, and the Jotun's definitely one of them. Oh, my gosh, I hate that gun. What it's else so wonderful, though. It's I like feel like all right, do you guys want to say that the recluse is too much? But I use the recluse a good amount, especially <clears throat> whenever I need void kills. And you still at least on con- at least on PC, because I know console's a little bit slower, you can close the gap so much faster and more effectively with freaking aping it with a shotgun and kill somebody with a recluse unless they already have it procced with a kill. That is the only time that it can actually yeah. take someone down fast enough.
2: Like, I say it all the time. I'm a, I'm a recluse sniper, and that happens to me all the time. Someone gets in my space, and i Yeah.
3: Trying. I mean, if you have a shotgun, and you close the gap, like, it's you're done on on PC. It doesn't matter if you have a recluse. Mountaintop, they get too close, and it's ineffective, because the moment I fire it, I know I'm dead, and there's only a 50-50 chance that they're going to die, too. Hmm.
1: Okay. but it's the same thing with Aaron till I've been no, killed many dude. times around corners with Aaron till because I can't get, cause it's a, such a slow charge rate that if you're quick enough, you can fricking snipe me with a chaperone or even some of the other slugs out there. I think good, but good true. bone structure and yeah, some of the other
3: chaperone. I will give you that. I get, I get worked with a chaperone regularly. Like if I don't pay attention to people's loadouts, the chaperone will sneak up on you real easily. I mean, I run Ace of Spades and my beloved right now. That's my loadout. I've been doing it in comp. I've been doing pretty good with it. But I was doing Revoker Recluse, um, depending on the map, because I, I didn't have a shotgun until today. I just got a shotgun, or last night I just got my first shotgun. Um, I was doing Mountaintop Recluse, but I mean, it, it's tough because you run out. Once you're out of special ammo, and all you have is a Recluse. You got to get close enough, and everybody runs with shotguns and the freaking spare rations nowadays.
0: And you know what? I, I, just, I was just giving it some thought while you guys were talking. Uh, uh, when, I, when I asked you that question earlier about should single-shot grenade launches one ki- one shot kill you. And um, yeah. I, I think uh, if it's in a kinetic slot, it should not. But if it's in a special slot, Actually, not bump it. Honestly, now I really don't know because well, this, they're this, all this, they're, Yeah, I was gonna say not, I mean, that's what I meant. I'm sorry. I just realized there's shotguns in the kinetic slot and the uh the, the special slot or the special ammo slot. And I mean, because I don't know, I, I, it's just, it's just kind of annoying because almost like why well, have a heavy grenade launcher but I get jacked up easily with a with a with a with a, with a, with a freaking mountaintop or a um. Or fighting lion, one hit.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, fighting I, lion can't kill you one hit. It has
3: it, plenty of times. I think it can, yeah. But here's the other thing it, the fact that power weapons, I hate anything being in a power weapon slot except for something that goes boom. Because so many times, I'll, even my machine gun, I'll have my machine gun, I come flying around a corner. The moment I raise that thing up and try and shoot, I'm already, I already got headshot by a
0: sniper and I'm dead. A sniper is far more effective than a machine gun. Yeah, agreed. I mean, I guess it's situational, of course, because it's instant. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Actually, you have a good point because I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable actually facing someone with a machine gun than with a shotgun or a sniper. That's just facts because it takes, it takes more – it's, a, you know, it's a potentially a, a faster time to kill – with a sniper or a shotgun, if you hit your target right versus a machine gun, even if it is a headshot, you have to use more than one bullet. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. Right, like I, I think
1: they should go back to D1. You should have a primary weapon and a special weapon, not a kinetic and an energy. So, you could have any primary, whether it's Same an energy or kinetic.
0: What would you say? What would you
3: say, Paul? It's literally the same thing. It's still special. No, it isn't
1: because fusion rifles are only energy. So therefore, I have I cannot use a primary energy if I want to use a fusion rifle. Where if you want to use a shotgun, they have both. You know, snipers they have both sidearm both. Like every other weapon except a fusion rifle, they have both.
0: Okay. Well, if they bring so if there's a
1: kinetic version of a fusion rifle, which I know it sounds weird because a fusion rifle is an energy bolt, but if they make some version of it um, a non-linear, because I know they have the Arbalist, which is a linear fusion rifle, kinetic, I get it, but that is an exotic and that is a linear fusion rifle, not a regular fusion rifle. Um, But to me, it's frustrating because I love fusion rifles. Even if you take away air until I still love fusion rifles, and but then it means that I can't use Lunas or recluse or any other energy weapon i have to use a kinetic you know primary so it's i lose out in my opinion on a lot of weapons where it's if if it's special and primary versus kinetic and energy i can use any of those weapons i mean again d1 had you had kinetic energy or not kinetic energy but uh energy primary Mm -hmm. um Oh, I think they should bring that back.
3: Yeah, but then you're just going to have the exotics. I mean, it's still a D1 all over again. You're still going to have the um, universal remote and no
0: ambiance.
1: If they ever bring those back, they're not though. They're uh, not no ambiance. They're
0: not. They're not. The only reason why they'll bring those back is just for uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, you know, like ornaments or something. Well, I mean, not ornaments oh. or or just like just a just a uh, um, make the style, of them. the style or like to appease a fan base like oh wow thanks for bringing that back that's awesome and like okay great it's like trophy but
3: but you know what i mean like you can still go and use those in your primary spot or er, spot and weren't there enter- i'm confused though no because then yeah they took they took regular ammo and they were considered a, a primary weapon so yeah you could technically run you know like a universal remote and an
0: until, so to speak but you know they're not going to do that because you probably yeah, –
1: And you're right. But those are two exotic weapons that were obviously took up your exotic slot. But And those were only two. Those were the only two that did that.
0: And plus, so, I mean, well, and plus, you don't even need that anymore, though. That's what I'm saying. Because last week, Paul made a good point. He made me realize. Because at first, I was like, "Yeah, they should bring back all exotics. Just why not bring them all back?" Well, Paul was like, "Well, hmm, not No Land Beyond or Universal Remote." I'm like, "Why?" Well, the reason why or they icebreaker. Were... well, hold on now. I mean, well, I, he made a decent point about Icebreaker, but we'll get to that. But the reason why I definitely changed my mind about uh, 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 the Universal Remote and No Land Beyond returning is because the reason why they were only exotic was because of their position in your slot, an exotic in the primary slot, and you can actually double down on a shotgun or a sniper. That's the first time that happened in Destiny 1. And I was like, that makes a lot of sense because you could do that now and you don't have to take up an exotic slot. I'm like, sign me up. Okay. It, was, it wasn't that special. It, that's, that's the only reason why I was exotic. Now, when it comes to icebreaker or invective, Paul did bring up – I mean, I'm still kind of, eh, I don't know. But Paul brought up, you know, a good example regarding the, the Pinnacle Sniper the in D2. Hammer, hammer what, what's it called again, y'all? What's it called? Re- revoker. Thank you. All right. So when you do miss a shot, you're guaranteed to get a bullet back in the right away. You miss a shot, you get it back. You miss a shot, you get it back. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Okay. Um, if that's the case, I mean, I mean, like, let's say, hey, let's say you only have one M on the magazine left. You miss a shot, you should. I mean, but hey, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I think the only difference is, let's say you're, I know this is kind of crazy, but let's say you're in PvP or PvE using this weapon, and you only have one ammo, one, one bullet left in the magazine or even two. I mean, there's no ammo crates left. You can't get any ammo crates at all. This is it right here. I mean, tell you that, yeah, it's nice to know that you could get ammo back if you do miss, but if you do hit your target and you can't get any more rounds because by, by, there's no box, then, then what? I mean, don't you think it would be nice? I can't believe I'm saying this, but don't you think it would be nice to have an icebreaker or an invective, paw?
3: I'm not saying I wouldn't like one, but at the same time, there's people that are much better at the game than I am that strictly use double primaries to limit other people using special weapons in PvP. Because without them dying and giving up their ammo, then once they use
0: it, they pretty much don't have any until they die again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just glad. Oh, man. I just I had a flashback it's like PTSD of uh the wormwood sidearm. Remember when they actually let I, I didn't I hated that where uh they uh they, I think in, D- in Destiny 1 and PVP uh I believe after the second round like uh, f- so for the first round you would have special special ammo in any of your any of your guns and yeah, then man, once it's the – and it was all gone except if you had a sidearm you'll always get ammo in in a sidearm and and the wormwood was so yeah it was so good so that, that's why i would use the last word and um
3: what was the thousand yard stare yeah the the stri- not the strike but the story mission one and then as soon as the round was over i would switch to my eyes luna and my um icebreaker
0: okay and yeah. that's what
3: i would do for trials because that way i could use the weapons i wanted to or i could always have sniper
0: Okay. All right. Well, look. All right. So uh, I know we've been talking on this for quite a minute, but hey, I, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, my boy Jeff on the job. Uh, he's uh, another guardian. I happen to make uh, you know be a befriend on the job. And he actually let me know on this little, I guess, theory, if you call it, uh, or rumor, and it's it's uh, it's the possible pocketed infinity quest. Uh, for the, for the for those that are listeners that are kind of curious, why the thumbnail of the podcast has the pocket infinity, you know, uh, thing on it. Um quick bait. Yeah. Clear that's what it is, yep. <laughs> um I apparently uh, he said and it's rumored that once you reach light level nine hundred and ninety nine, you can find a way to kill I think the witch's name is En Enhankaru, which is the witch that's in the Dreaming City. So on Curse Week, once you once you reach uh level nine ninety nine, um you can, uh, there's, there's a portal or some kind of, yeah, you know, some kind of portal to stop the infinite curse to actually kill the witch, which in turns can grant you the pocket infinity. So it's a, I don't know. It doesn't seem too far fetched, but I think, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that, for that return. I mean, I guess the question is, what is what, what's the need for it? I guess that what makes it really unique is I'm trying to be objective as I can here. Cause I like it personally. Uh, what makes it unique is that uh, it had crazy range, first of all. But uh, the, the the fusion rifle would shoot automatically. It it would, have, it would be an automatic burst fusion rifle. And if you did happen to miss your target, you would have a chance of getting ammo returned back to the magazine. So you would you would uh, have a chance of infinitely shooting this fusion rifle. Uh, didn't mean to you know do that, but I kind of did. Uh, but uh, I mean, I, I would use it. I'm excited for it. Uh, I think I guess the 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 downfall of using that gun was the the um the the uh, the recoil was ridiculous on that thing. If you did not, it was like riding a riding a freaking bull in the rodeo. It was very unstable, <laughs> but it got the job done. I mean, what do you guys think about that, Paul? What you think? I never actually used the Pocket
3: Infinity, so
0: oh yeah, okay. I guess for the listeners, uh, yeah, De- in Destiny One, I don't know if I made this clear. Uh, Pocket Infinity was a uh, Destiny 1 exotic quest that would randomly randomly show up, and I just described the perk for you, but I thought it was pretty cool. Brian, what you, did you have the pocket infinity in D1, and what do you think about it possibly returning?
2: Uh, I got it post-nerfed, so I never really used it. Uh, it, was, it was nerfed? Yeah, well, didn't it used to be, like, super, super powerful? Like it was, uh, I mean... Yeah, I think it got it's ammo nerfed because people are going to the Crucible and just, like, wrecking with it.
0: I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I've seen uh that one streamer wish you luck use it in uh, in D1 and he was just that was shredding a lot of early early balancing.
2: People have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> strikers are OP right now. Okay. I, just give someone a vex the class.
0: I'm yeah, it's going to be crazy. Right, Adam, what about you? What are, what are your thoughts on it? Have you have you had it and, you know, what are your thoughts of it returning, Adam? Maybe possibly. I had a
1: post nerf, so it wasn't. Yeah, I didn't really use it um, because I found my seventy seven wizard to be more effective. That that hurts. You
0: said that. Oh, Adam, it's like you're you're such a uh, what do you call that um sort of thing. It doesn't matter. It was just an insult, but um anyway.
1: uh, No, that I don't know. I mean. I'm just sick and tired of them bringing back, like they I think they've been. It almost feels like they're drowning and they're grasping for like a life, like raft or whatever, hoping to keep players interested. Like so, that's why they threw back in the last word and thorn and this and blah blah. blah. Like they're just throwing in these like old D one weapons to try to keep people interested you, because they know people are really upset with them. You know, I. <laughs> I,
0: I, I it's just oh, annoying. Sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I would, I would, I would say I would kind of disagree to a certain extent because I think um, that was their plan originally. Like, I believe they always... I believe they wanted to release these new weapons because of, you know, wanted to maintain their their fan base or bring people back. But I think as time went on and when it was time to release these guns, I think with the new updates and things coming in, it's more of like, I guess, a breath of fresh air. Like, oh, not fresh air, but more like a... Uh, nostalgia feel, nostalgia kind of feeling like oh wow wow this is really cool obviously you know about the last word we used it before and uh with these new updates and everything coming out i mean i'm not really hating on like before uh when d when d2 uh in, in this early stage when they brought back heartlight and some other old like mida i was kind of upset i was like why are you doing this can you bring us some Dude, oh. mida was the first exotic you could basically get in the game yeah and i was like i was like okay like I'm like, why are you, why are you bringing it back? I'll never forget Adam. You, uh, he you said you'll be done. No,
1: I think you, did. you got uh, Put the Graviton, right, didn't you? The <laughs> Graviton or the, I hated my dude. Put
0: the up... <clears throat> Adam actually got so ticked off one time. Oh my gosh, Adam. Yeah,
1: because well, remember then in Trials of the Nine in the beginning, it was that only that one map, uh. Uh unknown space, right? infinity or infinity, or eternity, or unknown, whatever.
0: Unknown space, yeah. I think you're right.
1: <laughs> and you'd play all... All you would ever see is four people with Mida looking and down really the little good. alleyways, click, and click. all you hear was, pew, 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 you click, like click, you click, 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 It was the most annoying thing in the world. <laughs> because since you are on there, was the radar stayed with third eye, so even if you tried to flank, you know, again, what are you going to do? Flank with, you know... If you only saw one person at the end, they would get pretty aware of being like, hmm, where's the other three? They're probably coming around the other side. So if you only sent one guy, though, it was hard to go one on four. Like, you might be able to get one, but they're going to – and because they can see you coming because of third eye. It was just so annoying on that map because that was all everyone used. We got to make a T-shirt.
0: Put the ad- put the Mita down. We got to a T-shirt. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, okay. So, quick, yeah, I'm
1: just pissed off that they keep bringing these back. They need to learn to make good weapons and new weapons and leave the past in the past. Well, look, that's hey, pass by. I know you have to.
0: Uh, well, yeah, that's kind of ironic because they're bringing back, you know, old enemies in the new DLC. <laughs> um,
1: you didn't get the quote, it was from Star Wars. Never mind.
0: Oh, sorry, I'm not a nerd like you anyway. Um, I freaking oh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, no, I honestly, I'm at the point now where I. I'm okay with them bringing this stuff back now because I don't think that that's their main focus. And I, I don't think they're using old exotics to bring people back now. I think maybe that was their original intent or maybe that was like maybe part of it or maybe like a big deal to them. I think now it's like, oh, well, now that the time has arrived for us to release this at this date, well, this is kind of a nice nostalgia thing for the old players or something nice for the new players to come into because I've actually ran into some new players or at least one new player that never seen the thorn before he just messaged me he said where'd you get that gun i'm like it's the thorn you, you know where to get it." he said i don't know what that is i don't know where to get that i said oh okay and you know i uh made a I new friend
1: well have fun noob well, No, up. <laughs> <Scrubbed. laughs> <Scrubbed.
0: laughs> uh, but I, I mean i think i don't think that's their mindset anymore like i said and also i'm, I'm perfectly fine honestly even if they brought back uh the you know universal remote and the uh no land beyond. I'll be okay with that, even though I think that's kind of silly. But I, I'm I'm just not at that point okay with it. You know, because hey, whatever, you got you brought most of them back, just whatever. Oh, and also, uh, confirmed news, they're bringing back touch of malice. God, I'm just kidding, I lied. I'm just Dag nabbit.
1: I lied again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh but no, I mean to be all jokes aside, I mean I they... hope
1: you bring back the touch for you, and it ends up being doo-doo. Uh,
0: you are <laughs> Uh, curse you! Uh, no. <laughs> you're
1: gonna be like so happy that you like can't get a single kill with it. <laughs> it's just so bad. You're, but you won't put it down because that's how stubborn you are. You're like I'm gonna get good with it.
0: I am pretty darn stubborn. I will make that gun my baby. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. That's gonna work for me if they do bring it back. Do you guys remember when? I, you, okay, you know, hands down, I, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say mine first. Worst exotic weapon in the game in, in Destiny 2. I'm going to say Skyburner's Oath. That is the worst exotic in the game. Paul, you go.
1: In Destiny 2?
0: Yep. Worst exotic. Hold oh, on, hold Okay.
3: Pass. Let, me, let me look at the exotics in Destiny 2.
0: Okay, Brian, go ahead. You got, you got something?
2: I think it's Skyburner's so, Oath. So I tried using it for fun oh the other day in Quick Play, and I couldn't do anything in Quick Play.
0: <laughs> I'm going to try to bring it back just to see, but gosh, it sucks so bad. All right, Adam, while Paul's looking, you got the worst, worst exotic in the game.
1: Uh, I'm trying to think.
0: Then that concludes our show. And thank you guys for coming into the <laughs> – <Just
1: kidding. No. laughs> Honestly, I mean, I think the swords are all trash. Like, they are nothing like they were in D1. Exactly. I love the lighter and – well, actually, Dark Drinker was my baby. But- okay. So exotic swords are terrible. What Adam meant was Dark Drinker was my baby oh
0: yeah <laughs> that was actually stupid stupid good oh man Uh no I,
1: don't know. I mean i'm trying to think. i mean skyburners was terrible but i don't think that was the worst for some reason i'm
0: are you I kidding the colony's pretty bad Does well now it is i mean was for a while. i guess you could say that but dude even think about it like even in a pve sense that gun skyburners oath yeah. was meant to do more damage to a ball if you can't if if, the, if you can't tell a difference like in terms of damage, if it's negligible,
1: why would you, you can use... shoot through their shields, which was really nice?
0: Oh yeah, okay, big deal. I mean, who <laughs> cares? i don't give a dang. I mean, like it did a, it did like poo-poo damage shooting through It's their retarded. Like how about if you can't if I can't kill a red bar in two hits, I don't want I don't don't say I can it does more damage. I don't wanna I don't wanna look at you. Okay. I like the fact that it does okay, I'll give you that, Adam. You're right especially if you're doing a cabal-themed raid, I think it's great to shoot shoot through a shield. Oh, yeah, I
1: guess I should clarify. When you say worse, you mean actually effectiveness? Correct. Or worse idea?
0: No, effectiveness. Okay.
1: I'd say because it was a really yes, cool
0: that idea. That is probably the worst. Oh, my gosh. It's so freaking bad. Like, I would say even then, they, they kind of, I could have swore, they kind of pulled that idea from the hide because – in Destiny One, in the Crota Raid, the, the, the weapons you got from there could shoot through the night shields that they put up. You could do that. And I'm like, that was really helpful, you know. But I'm like, it's just, I think the, the, the damage, the power fantasy that they put out there is like kind of non existent in that weapon or in that perk. It's just so negligible. I can't tell the difference.
1: I mean, I'll actually probably kind of that so Skyburners was terrible, but actually Hard Light is pretty terrible.
0: Uh, at least it has the value of you could switch out
1: right because we're talking about effectiveness
0: here buddy okay yeah
1: but it still wasn't that effective because it has terrible damage and it's freaking bounces around like crazy
0: Did, what now with the new or not with the new uh or, um what you gonna call
1: it I, guess, I don't know i still haven't gotten that damn thing it actually, i'm trying to try i can't get it to drop
0: it's pretty darn st- what's it called y'all paul what is it called
1: Catalyst. catalyst. Thank you. All
0: right. Uh, the Catalyst. Yeah. The Catalyst. I have it, man. It's really, it's freaking stable now. I like it. Well, until you get it, you know, whatever. But, you know.
1: Yeah. I guess the problem, I guess, yeah. I mean, because things have changed. I would say in the very beginning, actually, Graviton was probably the worst. The Graviton. the Graviton. You know, yeah.
0: In the beginning.
3: But, yeah. Like, no, it's actually, I've been, I was using it the other day when I needed pulse rifle kills for my. Uh, For my broadsword, I was like, I don't have any good pulse rivals. And then I remembered that I had that thing, and I pulled it out. made my life so much easier in the Crucible. It can still compete. But he's talking about – No, no, yeah, now. But I'm saying, like,
1: very, very first version, like – Two burst. Yeah, no, no, three burst. Is it three burst? Oh, Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that what was, I'm saying. When it was the three burst and it had zero stability. <laughs> it, and and it, it the only thing that mattered was that, that third, third bullet. It was
0: so yeah. booty meat. It was booty meat. It was so it was such a like <laughs> such a gimmicky weapon. People just used it just to get just to say I killed you with it. All right. So it,
1: it, it was cool looking and it felt good, but it sucked.
0: Oh I, Okay, so we got we got more to talk about. Uh hey, like I said, this is a long podcast. Thank you guys for sticking around. Now, we're almost done. Um and Brian, wake up.
1: You told me to get a charger, not some food.
0: Brian, get up. Brian, wake up.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm
2: falling <dreaming> asleep. The of <laughs> all <also. laughs>
0: Okay, all right. So, uh, in the, this week at Bungie, they talked about Iron and Valor. They said next week begins your final month of the season of opulence. Lord Saladin returns with the power-enabled combat of the Iron Banner. So, Who cares? Uh, okay, just
1: some what people. You, you just let the Iron Wolves rest. <laughs>
0: Let the wolves rest.
1: <laughs> like, I am so sick of Salad Bar and his trash weapons and his trash game.
0: Okay, so for those people that like trash, it starts August 27th, uh, 10 a.m., and it ends September 3rd if you like trash. All right, so. Did you say regenerate? Did you say <laughs> <laughs> I still think he's a drunk.
1: <laughs> he's, well, he's, yeah, that he's, is, he's more morbid than I am. <laughs>
0: Yeah, me and Paul used to make a joke uh, in D- in Destiny One. I think uh, Rise of Iron. Man when he like what coming in, and swoop the day he was saved the day, swooping on his ship. Everyone was dead except two vandals, and he headshot him with a freaking machine gun. Who cares? I
1: got your guardian.
0: Like, just, <laughs> 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 like they're two vandals. We can handle it. We killed a giant oh, servitor. Know,
1: you, so after we kill the freaking Siva, freaking servitor, uh, re-generating yeah, regenerating servitor, that you're like, what?
0: <laughs> Did you for generating. All right. Anyway, dude, you know how? Oh, can I
3: jump in real? Quick? Go ahead. Go ahead. You know how Akora has, uh, or she used to have the, um, what are they called? The meditation quest or whatever. How sick would it be if she, if they brought back like Destiny One meditation quest?
0: Hmm. Interesting. Cool. Interesting. Destiny One meditation quest.
1: So like the meditation, but it would be like a D one mission.
0: Yeah. Huh. And like every
3: every uh we could say, I don't know, every season would be like a different theme. So like one season would all be like, you know, the Dark Below quest or question. those strikes or something like that would be on like an exclusive strike playlist. Okay. I don't know, just something to bring back D one with the
1: I don't know. Make it
3: feel
0: more fun. Give the
3: PC players something. Okay, so you want to
0: bring back nostalgia? Do you think it's fair uh they could they could bring back maybe uh, wep- a legendary weapon, or or I haven't thought about the murmur because the murmur back in D one was was a, a few. Fu- yes. The murmur was a fusion rifle that had dual energy in it. It's kind of like similar to the yep. hard light in terms of all you got to do is just reload, like do a hard reload, and then it switches no, the element. You had to actually go in your
1: menu and uh, switch it. No,
0: you're right. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Sorry about that. And they had different perks, so yeah. The arc was, like, the fast. The one was pretty, pretty hard-hitting. Was, was, like, hard-hitting, yeah. All right, jeez. You guys are talking at the same time. Brian, just describe what it is.
2: Oh, no. I mean, I was just saying, I remember the last time I picked up Murmur for real was, like... You sound like your muffled. <laughs> you sound like your oh, muffled. Is that better? Yeah, that's... Get your head off
3: the pillow.
2: Yeah, yeah. All right, so the last time I picked it up, I was going through creating a character, and I was like, ah, it's the only guns I have on this character right now. I'm going to go through... I took Murmur into the Crucible. I started shredding, doing damage with that solar one. The stability was good, Um, and then the arc was nice for going into like strikes because you can put down. You know, you could fire off a lot faster.
0: So, so just so just to clarify, the arc shot faster, did a quicker charge, but did less damage, and the solar did more damage and a slower charge correct
2: yeah i believe it also had uh back when uh stability was like king like super okay. king on on fusions It had better stability on it too
0: okay so, it, it,
2: it was really nice it was a fun gun it had it was unique looking you know until Chasm came out but it looked oh really gosh. unique you know
0: that's also hinted that's going to come back as well but hey uh, so paul back to your statement before about the meditation back to strangers rifle they are oh, wait 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 are they <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You just said that. And I think that I just said no 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 I, I, no, I think <laughs> I think they are actually they, I, we saw that in the Vibe or something very similar like to it with the frame and everything. Um, I, or no, it's not the Stranger's rifle. It's called the No Time to Explain Pulse Rifle. It's an exotic one, um, and that's where you, the, the, if you got if you have if you got a crit hit with the Pulse Rifle, you would just get infinite bullets. Like you would get infinite bullets from you know the ether. You know they would just come from nowhere. So that was also nice, I guess. Um, it didn't feel—I I didn't feel that power fantasy though. I mean, I got the perk that was cool, but I didn't—I honestly didn't care. Did, it didn't feel good to use, even though, even though the perk itself was quite useful against. I mean, I guess bosses, I guess. But um, Paul, back to what you were saying. So if they bring back meditations or change the meditations with our core, because right now our core is completely useless. You just she just gives yeah, you. Off. Yeah, she's just aw- like only time you talk to her is if you. Do right,
2: nothing. Cora. She just got depressed after the war and like
1: never <laughs> talked to her again.
0: Adam, what'd she say? Adam, what'd she oh. say? What'd she say, Adam? I don't know. Bro, come on, <laughs> you quote her all
1: the time, man. You quote
0: her all the time. what she say? Oh the
1: like, I could have tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I should have tried. I'm
0: like, bro, just
1: not okay. <laughs> Um, She's depressing. So, someone should really go like check in on her.
0: <laughs> so, Paul, do you do you think that you you do this should be here for nostalgia purposes, or do you think there should be rewards attached to it?
3: Um,
0: because at the end of the day, what's, what's,
3: could, what's the point? There could be rewards. I mean, or at least like something silly, like an emblem, or you know what I mean. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be weapons, but they could they could make something like that, but. It could just be milestones. It could just be not milestones, but like you know, achievements in your little book. It could be emblems. It could be ghosts or sparrows or something. It could be something stupid. I, I mean, I don't. I just want to be able to do something. You know, I don't know. Like I miss the old like Tannic Strike or the Bond Brothers or oh, yeah, you know, they were some good. of that stuff. Was just they were just more fun than some of the strikes we have now.
0: Yeah, like, I agree.
3: And even some of the missions, like when you're at the Black Garden. And like you're watching the cutscene, and all the Vex stand up and then turn around and look at you, and you're just like, "Uh oh!" Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Who are they looking at?
0: <laughs> I agree. Shh, yeah. Shh, oh snap! Maybe they won't notice us. <laughs> I forgot to bring it up. So you guys saw the new cutscene, right? Well, I guess you could say new, but this was this was leaked. Okay, so you didn't see it, but this was like a little a little mini trailer uh, for the Vex. This I think this was released or leaked in 2016, I think. Um, Where did did you guys see the, like the the new Vex trailer? It, was, it just showed them how they were being made. And, oh and yeah, this, yeah. And, and, yeah. And,
2: and, I thought that was super cool.
0: And then I think the uh, new I think the new Vex archetype we're going to be facing are Vex from the Black Garden, because they got some spits, spits on them. I don't, know, I, can't, I don't know what to call it. Just crap debris on them, I guess. But anyway, go ahead, Brian. Oh no, like
2: no, I uh, I think it was an old. I guess it was older, but I mean I never saw it. And I've seen most of that
0: yeah it was it was obviously and um, not intended like it was it wasn't a full trailer, and if it wasn't like a bit of a trailer it they it got it cut ties immediately it got shut off like real fast
2: yeah yeah and it's uh, interesting I thought it was cool
0: me too I thought it was cool all right, so this is the last thing we're gonna talk about then we're gonna end the podcast here now maybe you guys can help me on this one i'm I'm ex- somewhat excited to do this because it's just something to do. But just help me understand this here, and help me understand if this carrot is even big enough or even worth, you know, dangling in my face. Pause. Mm. Pause. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. so September. It's called uh, September Community Challenge Mars. And I'm gonna start reading it. Whether we won it or not, we stepped into a war with the Hive on Mars. So let's get the. So let's get oh, yeah, taken out. I already out... saw that. You saw that. Okay. Cool. With a bit of extra time before Shadow keeps ships we thought it would be a good idea to get the community in fighting shape to return to the moon, not just you, but the entire community. What better way to focus your attention on the hive than to challenge you in the ways of old, as we have, the, as we have a quality of life update coming on if September. wanted to do that.
1: That should have brought back prison of elders.
0: Anyway, uh, as, a, as we have a quality of li- as up. we have a quality of life update coming on September third that touches some Mars content, why not double down and maybe help a few aspiring wayfarers along the way? So this is going to start September third and it's going to end September tenth. Okay, the community objectives are this: defeat uh, one hundred seventy five thousand Wave Seven Escalation Protocol bosses, defeat three hundred million Hive on Mars. Mars Nightfalls and in, in and in the Mars Nightfalls you have to defeat Noctis 150,000 times and defeat Zol 100,000 times and you have to use 300,000 override frequencies and I think those are the javelins. No, that's not the javelins, is it? No, I don't think so. Um and they said here are the rewards. Now this wouldn't be interesting without rewards. If objectives are completed during the event, any player to complete at least one nightfall will be granted a unique emblem granted to only those who rose to the Mars challenge. This also serves as an opportunity for you to further impress Emperor Callus. If the community reaches all of the above goals, Callus will unlock additional rewards for successful menagerie completions. Starting when goals are met, players will be guaranteed two rewards when slotting their runes and opening the chest, and an additional reward will be added each Friday for the remainder of the season. Good luck, Guardians. We'll be watching. And I'm just worried about that because that's a lot of killing to do for a vague description for a reward. Like, well, you're going to get a reward. Like, what is it? You'll find out. So.
2: There was was like a little um, emblem or something. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Exciting. Thank you for that. Okay. Next.
3: I mean, I'm down for it because I do need to get my Wayfair because I,
0: yeah,
2: mm-hmm. I
3: don't have anything on the, on my PC account. I'd like to get all my stuff back, but I'll do it. If that means there's people actually going to be doing uh, Escalation Protocol and there's actually going to be people trying to run Nightfalls, then I'm game. Yeah, just,
0: just message us just in the clan. Oh, wait. yeah. Well,
3: <laughs> you know, I was going to save this for the end of the podcast, but for all those people that... Are possibly moving to PC.
0: The clan has been established due to cross save. So, yeah, like you said, due to cross save, you can now join the Orbs for Days podcast. Just reach out for Superfly Minai here. Uh, what's your PC handle? You may have to spell it out too.
3: My PC handle? Yeah, it's going to be X Manai X. So M I N A I, and then it's the hash mark or hashtag or whatever, and then it's going to be eighteen eighty seven.
0: Say it one more time.
3: X X, hashtag 1887.
0: Okay, sweet. All right. Brian, Adam, you guys going to participate in that wonderful event?
1: Hmm. I will do enough to get the emblem. <laughs> I'm going to try.
0: I mean, I'm going to do it too, obviously. I'm just yeah. going to
1: attach myself to people and chug,
2: chug, chug. All I'm all done. Yeah, that's right. That's
0: right. right. That's right. That's right. oh wow so uh this was i think the longest podcast we did we're well over an hour in the second recording and in the first one i think it was like what like 15 minutes but um yeah yeah so um yeah thank you guys for tuning into the show again if you guys enjoy this you enjoy our other podcast called the ebd podcast where we talk about everything but destiny you can find this on apple podcast spotify Google Podcasts, and Anchor, and many more podcasts that I've never heard of. And um, Brian, why don't you just do your plug real quick? All right. Halo Freak
2: 1711. Um, roll with me, the Crucible, man. I'm always looking for people to join. And I'm yeah. just uh, tired, of, tired of randoms. Just jump in. Be the random that I like.
0: There you go. Boom. Okay, yep. sweet. Be the randoms that I like.
1: I like that. <laughs>
0: what would you say, Adam? I didn't hear you.
1: No, it was just funny. He's like, be the randoms that I like. Oh,
0: okay. Um, well, you could find me on pretty much any social media. Just type in Wayne01193. So W A Y N E 01193. I do have a YouTube channel, which I'm, I guess, now taking a little bit more seriously. It's called Wayne's World. Um, you could just. Type in honestly, you can still type in Wayne 1193 and you'll find it because that's what it used to be called, like Wayne ninety three and something else. But just type in and you'll, you'll find me on YouTube where I do like a skits, little stories. Uh, it's it could be gaming related or non gaming related, and uh, you'll find me there. So yeah, um, that will be pretty much it. And one more time, you know, for if you guys want to join uh, on PC with the cross save coming up. Uh, you may want to link up with my boy Superfly Minai here and join the orbs for days uh, on PC. So he'll be, you know, the, the clan leader and admin over there. And one more time, Paul, what, what, how did I find you again? What, what's, your, what's your handle? One more time. It's going to be X Minai X. so x-m-i-n-a-i-x, hashtag 1887. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much. And look, guys, until next time, we will see you in the Tower Guardian. Have a good one. I'll see you next week.
2: Bye. Bye. Peace.